Is your business stuck in one spot struggling to grow? Our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator at winninggym.com slash grow has your back. Sign up now for easy wins, no more struggle, just straight growth. You've got this. Now let's head on back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Exton. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons, in studio, sunny Scottsdale, Arizona, joined in studio by my co-host, Randy the philanthropist of flow. <laughs> Angston. These are getting harder and harder. Phila- philanthropist <laughs> of flow. Of flow. Yeah, we talked about flow in the last episode. Yeah, very cool. So flow state, kind of this uh, subconscious takes over your conscience and just you get shit done. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, how about it? But yeah, let's talk about this weather, man. Beautiful. Sunny Scottsdale, we finally got a break. It's going back to 90s next week. Is it really? Don't tell me that. It's while the Midwest is getting blasted right now. I saw Colorado had a bunch of sleet and snow and ice. Yes. There's already traffic jams or yeah. accidents in Colorado. Uh, yeah. Snow all the way across much of the U.S. already. So sorry, I was, guys. I was uh, in Chicago. I was in Chicago. It was actually fairly nice last week. You got week. lucky. This weekend they're talking. Well, it got rain when I was leaving. It was dumping rain, but it was still like 70. It wasn't. Oh, is it? It yeah. wasn't like icy. Oh, you got real lucky. Like they're talking record-setting chill coming in this weekend. Sweet. It got out of there in time. Mm-hmm. I think the Boston, the Chicago, Boston, the Chicago Marathon was that <laughs> it is, weekend. It is. Yeah. It is. A, I have a friend working it. Very cool. So got the uh, Fit Pro Grow Summit sold out, of course. That's happening this in, a, in about a day. So we're going to be, uh, mm-hmm. we'll be getting those things kind of buttoned up for that. By the time this episode comes out, obviously we've already done it. We'll let you all know how that goes. But this episode, we're going to talk about client experience and why clients come to the gym in yeah. general. Why are they even here? Why are they at your gym? And a lot of gym owners, personal trainers, and I've, you know, there's several reasons, but we get stuck in this whole results driven, like if this client isn't losing body fat or losing weight, we're failing and they're not happy. Correct. That's our kind of the assumption, the assumption. that I think a lot of gym owners go in with. Yep. And th- this might be, if you got a retention issue in your facility, this is probably a, a good episode. Yep. So- People join gyms for a lot of reasons. Correct. Obviously, some of them, or probably most of them, want some type of result other than, well, they want to lose weight, look better, feel better, move better, energy. That's all kind of bundled up into it. Mm-hmm. But there's there's these other folks, and there's some people that kind of, as they're in your gym, they change why they want to keep coming. And I would nail it down to, like, they want to be a part of something. Sure. Okay. Community. Being, community, being part of a community, knowing that. They're doing something for their health. It makes them feel good. Granted, maybe some of this stuff isn't measurable on an in-body mm-hmm. scale or, you know, or body fat calipers and stuff like that, but they keep coming back and back. So, so we kind of looked at this a while back. We're like, wow, we've got these clients that are such great clients, but they're not really getting great results. And so we feel like we're failing, but in their eyes, we're actually doing a hell of a job. Yeah. And you and I both know you can train somebody and do as much as you can with them. You can tell them what to eat. You can give them meal plans. You can go shopping with them, but they're still not going to follow it 100%. Absolutely. And without- I don't follow it 100%. <laughs> we don't. Like, well, and then they then they don't lose the weight, Yeah. right? Sometimes. Yep. And sometimes it's just, 
self-sabotage. Sometimes it's like, hey, do they really, really want it anyway? They just don't want to feel like they do. Why do people have a keychain that says Planet Fitness on it and they on their key keychain and then they haven't been in the gym in four years, but they haven't canceled but they, the membership. But they're not getting rid of it, yeah. They have it because they keep that membership alive because one, it's nine bucks, but two, it's like I have a gym membership. Mm-hmm. And that makes them feel They're included, good. right? They're not left out. They know if they decided one day they wanted to go work out, they can. I think it's intention. Everybody knows. Like, I mean, There's nobody in this world that doesn't, or especially in the U.S., doesn't know that they probably should be in a gym, right? Like with health and fitness. Like it, it's something that we're told we should do, something we personally feel we should do. But that doesn't mean that we're going to do it necessarily. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the, the inclusion, the fact that they can Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's not necessarily the the thing that keeps them going. I think that results might be the reason people start at a gym, but the reason that they stay isn't necessarily progression on on weight loss or moving the yep. needle for results necessarily. Yep. yep. And, and they'll, they'll come in waves, right? They'll come yep. in, they'll come in with a, you know, I want to lose this weight. They come in, maybe they lose some weight and maybe they hit their goal and then they go back and they continue to kind of fall off and then they set a new goal and they hit that goal and it's this up and down thing. Are we failing as gym owners because that happens? I'd say no. I w- yeah, I wouldn't think so. You know, I'd say no. Well, you know, there's two parts to success and one of them is the client. The client has to want it and need it and do the things that you want them to do. And then you have to have the gym and the training, the coaching to get them there, right? Because without that other side, I mean, you can only get so far with a client. Yeah. And you shouldn't feel bad about that. You should absolutely want to get client results. But if that client just doesn't want that, you can't want it more more than them. So why do clients stay at the gym over time? Yeah, how do we make, and this is, we've used the term clients, this is the best one hour of their day, right? Yeah. What other things can we do as owning a facility to make that come to life? Like make that a reality in this client's Mm-hmm. life. It's not just moving the needle. It's not just lost two pounds this week, right? Yep. So um, we've discussed things like color of the walls, the music that's being played, other things that come into the factor of this client being in the facility for one hour. What other stimuli are they experiencing and, and things like that? So a little of everything, I think. Yep. And, I, and I've heard a lot of people, I think I'll even credit Thomas Plummer for, for telling me this way, way back was like, this should be the third third part of their day. So they have home, mm-hmm. they have work, and then instead of the bar, instead of the coffee shop, they've got the gym. That's the third place. And Rick's talked about it, Thomas has talked about it, we've kind of adopted that. How do you make this the third place? Well, there's a lot of ways to do it. Community. Obviously, community is a big part of this. I think even Rick mentioned on our last episode, the English word that resonates the most with people is their own name. So like calling somebody there, no, hey, Randy, how you doing today? Come on in. We're looking forward to training with you today, whatever. That goes a long way. Sure. Knowing your clients' names. So if you have a new front desk person, girl, guy, whatever, their number one job for us for the first two weeks is to get to know every single client, introduce themselves to every single client, get to know, put faces with names, because when they come in the next time, you better know their name. Yeah. Better know their name. And you've got ways to cheat, guys. You've got the mind-body schedule right mm-hmm. there. You know who's coming in. And if it's a female and you got three men on the schedule and one female comes in, you probably, it's going to be that person. Yeah, right. Hey, Diana, how are you doing today? So just give it a shot. That's the first thing. The coaches should know the client's names too. Mm-hmm. So not just the front desk, not just the owner, the director, the coaches. So come on back. 
okay, don't take this the wrong way. Touching clients is a good thing. <laughs> Not inappropriately. <laughs> but like if somebody just got done with a great set, a high five, a pat on the back, hey, great job today. Give, when you actually physically touch their shoulder, it goes a long There's way. There's a connection. There's yeah. a connection. I mean, yeah, you a human create, experience, sure. You create the connection. You know, like the term, listen to understand versus listening to respond or listening to hear instead of listening to respond so that you're, you're like engaged with the individual. You're not just waiting for something to say, like waiting for your oh, yeah, turn yeah. type of thing. Hearing the words. Exactly, right? Like comprehending the message that they're saying. One of our coaching clients actually challenged them. Not, them. Or him, one of our clients. Yep. When it came to not necessarily un getting to know your clients better, but in a conversation, right? People give cues. People discuss things that are... Know, like somebody will mention their animals or their yes. pet names yes. or things that they're into. It's easier to create that understand. Like you can learn somebody's name and know them a little bit easier when you have a story behind them yes. as opposed to just a face and a name. Yes. So when that person walks in and they're giving you information about their life that you wouldn't know take, if you weren't. Take notes. Exactly. Like take those mental notes. Understand the individual that's, you know, there and the story that they've told you, you know, the next time they come in. Hey, how is Jack, their dog or something like that, that's going in for surgery? Yep. I mean, that stuff goes so far. So far. Uh, yep. And when you do it with the true intention of actually just caring, as opposed to just a number, mm -hmm. right? The, one, it, to you, it's so much easier. You actually know that person coming yes. through the door. It's not just, okay, I have to like cheat and, and use this indicator. You just genuinely make that connection. Right. And I think that's just, it goes so far from the relationship that we're creating with our, our clients, that that type of stuff is invaluable. Hey, are you a gym owner whose business is in full swing, pulling in at least steady 30K or more per month, and now you're ready to ask yourself, what is next? Well, the Iron Circle is ready to show you that path forward. As a part of our exclusive community, you'll be surrounded by like-minded, success-driven gym owners just like you who are taking their businesses to the next level. Visit our website, ironcircle.net, to apply to be a part of the next Iron Circle group and let us turn your successful gym into a thriving fitness legacy. All right, let's get back to the show. Yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. Like if somebody's having a family thing and you ask them about their daughter or their yeah. son or something that's just, you know, moved away or whatever. I mean, there's so many things. So creating the relationship with your client on the training floor, asking them, reminding them about that you know that. Mm -hmm. what they're going through. There's a lot of things you can do. Uh, random acts of kindness. I know that's a thing that you used to do a lot oh, yeah. in your other group, but like having things, like for instance, somebody, I mean, I won't say names, but somebody had somebody pass away in their family. We sent them flowers, card yeah. written. No gyms are doing that. There's send a, them the flowers, There's man. an old, like when I was in banking, actually, part of like the onboarding process as you went through training mm -hmm. was watching a video called Give Them the Pickle. Give them the pickle. Give them the pickle. And I think it was about, it's like customer service okay. video, okay. essentially. And I think it might have been Portillo's that it was about. And it was this guy who started this organization. And when he was creating his restaurant and his plan, he, would, he had been to all these other places. And when he was charged for an additional pickle, it pissed him off, right? Of like it set the, the wrong tone. It was, I'm, you tell me that like Burger King, right? Like have it your way type of thing. He mm -hmm. goes, well, essentially I can't. Because you're forcing me to pay more. And if I do want to customize this burger type yep, of thing. Yep. So his whole customer service training was around, give him the pickle, go the extra mile, like remove, <laughs> the, it sounds goofy, but at yep. the end of the day, like the bank, when you go to the bank and your pen is tethered to the table. Yeah. Why? Like it doesn't cost the bank crap 
to, to give away the pens, right? They're branded with your name anyways. Like this is an advertising piece, first of all. Yeah. I'll let your clients take the, the pen. three cent pen instead of making them feel like, you know, they're restricted. Like go the extra mile in ways that don't cost the business any more money than really that. I mean, it's, it's frivolous in the, in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, well, I think for the tethered, I think you just, so they always have a pen available. <laughs> I, believe, mean, I was that guy. Like, I, I understand that need. Like, yeah. people used to, they all walk off with the pen. Well, then there's but, no pens there. And you're like, mm-hmm. is that worse than having a tethered? I don't know. I, I mean, but that for that, for that circumstance. But yeah, absolutely. Go the extra mile. Goes to our core values here. Do the right thing. That's one of our core values. And there's a million ways to do the right thing. That give them the pickle might be one of them. It might be sending them flowers. It might be reversing a charge, even though they didn't tell you that they weren't coming back when their account's unfrozen, right? Just do the right thing. There's a miscommunication, whatever. You take ownership of it and you do the right thing. So that goes into, I mean, this is really comes down to retention. Mm-hmm. Customer experience is everything. There's the only way gyms today can compete in the marketplace that we're in is in customer experience. And we've done a million things to create customer experience. We still lose clients to competitors. Sure. We still do it. I mean, but the, you got you have to fight for your clients. You you cannot always be focused on new clients coming in the door and forgetting about the ones that are here and at your place. Here's your action item for this one. Go focus on your own clients and, and give them some love. Give them, do the extra thing, do the right thing, go the extra mile, give them the pickle. Here's a, here's a perfect example. Give them just, the pickle. Just to elaborate on that, give them the pickle <laughs> while just, yeah. I swear to God, we're not mature enough for this. <laughs> we, uh, cable companies are notorious for this, right? Yeah. Incentives for signing up, massive. They'll give away the NFL package. They'll give away the house to acquire a new client. Yep. The second you're part of a contract, it's like, screw you. It sucks. It's it, horrible, right? Like the experience that you have as a cable, like cable subscriber mm-hmm. sucks with cell phone companies. Same thing. Like yep. it's miserable once you're part of the organization. Yeah. Don't be that in your facility. Don't forget about the people who are continually giving you the money every month. Paying the bills. Yeah. yeah, Like we have the opportunity. New clients are in need. Every business wants to move the needle by growing with new clients. But don't forget the people in your organization. Yep. And that's where retention comes in. That's how you can move, extend that life cycle of a client and ultimately- yeah, it was make funny a lot more in uh, the club and industry show where I just spoke at. I actually had this slide in there. It was like, when polled, gym owners, what are the things that they need the most help with? Number one, new clients, new leads. Number two, marketing, which is essentially the same, same thing. thing. You can ask any gym owner in the world, and these are going to be the top two overall, when in, in, just in a group, right? It may not be every gym's focus, but if you took the majority, it's always going to be new leads, new clients, marketing help. So when we created ProFit, we solved that need, right? Yep. We said, okay, there's always going to be customers for us that need leads, needs, need new people in the doors. And we did that. And we did a great job. We've done over 150,000 leads, $10 million in revenue. All these things happen. You fast forward one year, those, those same gyms are still needing more clients, more leads. Why? Then- Why? I think at some point, you can't always replace your clients. This isn't uh, one of those things anymore. There's so much competition. You're fighting tooth and nail to try to get those clients in your gym. So there's a lot of things that you need to do and start focusing inward. Maybe take the fourth quarter this year and start kind of putting things into place that's going to keep your clients in the gym, not let them leave. So you have to understand why they're there. 
some are for results. Some are to be a part of a community. Some are to make themselves feel better. And some are just to have the keychain, the key tag on their keychain. Know all these things. Create relationships on a personal level with clients if you can. I mean, there's there's some some things you can't do. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. But to keep <laughs> keep these things professional and get to learn your clients what they're you know what like their families, their dogs, their mm-hmm. where they where they travel, all that stuff. Send, do the random act of acts of kindness. Send the flowers. Give them a free T-shirt. Give them the pickle. Whatever that that thing is to make sure that it goes the extra. And then we love the rewards program here. Yep. We've got the ultimate rewards program built into the GPS as a bonus. Go If you're in there, go do that. There's a number of retention strategies in there as well. Yeah. I mean, like even the holiday parties, the fun runs, the activities outside of the gym that, that again, that community feel. There's a, what's the saying? There's no saying it was like people will forget what you said, but they'll never forget the way you made them feel. Interesting. Yep. And I mean, it's true, right? Like you walk in, I mean, I can tell you. Like it's always easier to remember the negative ones. Like when you walk in, you had a really lousy, you know, that's meal. how you felt. Yeah, exactly. The, the way that you felt in that moment, that stuff oh, lasts. Oh, this happened to me on the flight back from Chicago. I'm there super early. The that. flight's sold out. Okay, mm-hmm. check Naturally. this out. It's oversold. They're giving vouchers. They're trying to get people to raise their hand. I'm actually at the airport really, really early. In fact, there was another flight coming back to Phoenix about 30 minutes, and then mine was like in two hours. Mm-hmm. Like I was there that early. So I went to try to get on that 11 o'clock flight, okay? And this, this isn't the story. This is part of the story. So I go to the, go to the counter and like, hey, I saw that you're oversold in my flight. Is there any seats left on this? I'm feeling like I can do you guys a favor and I can take somebody else can have my seat on that. I'll just jump on this one. The answer was no, that one was oversold too, by the way. So that, I couldn't do that. So I'm in the whatever, the terminal. I'm sitting there. I go find some food. I'm like sitting there bored out of my mind. I'm just trying to listen to podcasts and stuff. And I, I've got my bag. Go, they're boarding my group. Finally, for my flight, I get all the way up there. They're again, they're oversold. I get on there. I get all the way to the, the to give them my little thing. I scan my thing. They say, "Okay, cool." Oh, wait, come here, sir. Can, let me see your bag. Yeah, yep. Let me see your bag. I hate this. They do it every flight now. What do you mean, see my bag? I just flew out here with this bag. I flew in fifty flights with this bag as a carry on, sir. That that sir, come here. That bag's too big. Yep. Oh, go, because go. we've oversold, we but, don't have the room. But this isn't where it, this is the beginning. I'm so pissed because I know when I get to Phoenix that I just lost an hour. Yep. Because the, the baggage returns at Phoenix Sky Harbor are the slowest in the world. <laughs> you go down there, you're down there for 30 minutes. It's coming out on, on baggage thing five. And then, oh, your bags are now on baggage Seven, thing one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So got to go all the way down and get my bags down there. I got my bag, but this is where, this is what pissed me off. I get into my seat, seat 18D, okay? I sit down, I look up, and it's empty, empty. overhead on both, on my side. And by the time the flight gets on, that gate agent comes walking down. She's checking with something on the plane. They go, hey, look, these are open. Can I get my bag and put it on this right here? No, sir, you cannot. Get, you, she got all up in my grill. And I was furious. I just flew yep. there with that bag and that overhead. Yep. It's happened to me a, a, like a handful of times. For some reason lately, they've been forcing this. But I'm, I, I say, look. Every time. Look, this yep. is empty. I could go up here and lay down and there's not one bag in there. And I can, not to like. So that's my feeling. And I'm, a, and I'm an American Airlines. And you like, know why? Because they changed what the expectation they set for you yep. was changed last minute without any way of, of realigning your expectations. 
Yeah. And and you as a consumer are now forced to deal with with that. That's how I felt, right? I was and I have seven flights this month on American. What do I do? Like I can, I'm probably going to make a call. Like I, this is how, I don't, I'm not this guy. I'm not the Yelp review guy ever because I know what it does, but this is not, this was, this pissed me off. It's different if you go to the source though. You're not going to go just bash them. Mm-mm. You're going to, you're going to go, Hey, here's some corrective criticism about the impact that you had on my experience paying for your service. Yep. I have seven, seven flights with American this, mm-hmm. this month. And so, yeah, that to go to your point, you don't, not what they said It's how they made me feel and just before the person in front of me, not only did they have a bigger bag than mine, they had a dog that did not have a ticket in a little carry-on. And, oh, is that an emotional support dog? I was like, get the, get out of here. Get, <laughs> They're not going to put the dog on the, uh, underneath but, the plane at lady, that point, This right? lady could carry on a damn dog that doesn't have a ticket and because it's an emotional support dog and I can't put my carry-on bag in the overhead that's empty. Hey, 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 Tim Lyons here. Look, I know running a gym day in and day out can be a challenge. It's often hectic and stressful, but remember, you are not alone. And if you ever feel weighed down by the pressure and you're searching for a lifeline, we've got just the thing. I would love to invite you to our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program at winninggym.com slash grow. Listen, it's designed to give you tangible results. It transforms your struggle into sustainable growth, and it is a game changer for so many gym owners out there. Again, that's winninggym.com slash grow. Check it out, and let's turn those day-to-day challenges into triumphs. All right, now let's get back to the show. See where I'm going with I this? I do, yeah. You know how I feel about this <laughs> yeah, stuff. I do. 100%. You can bring a dang horse on a plane now, mini yeah, horse. Yeah, you can be a mini horse on a plane, but we, yeah. You, you can't have that. You can't have your luggage on there, though. That's That's not cool. So anyways, <laughs> totally off on a tangent. But, it, but it, I mean, it's relevant, right? Like at the end of the day, the way that you felt because of the expectation that you paid for versus the delivery of that service was realigned. Like if they said, hey, you know what? I understand that this is a burden or whatever. Hey, we're going to have that because they've done this to me. And you don't have to go to baggage claim. Oh, that's another thing I said. Is this going to be at the gate yep. when I get up or is it going to be in baggage? It's going to be a baggage claim. I go, See? I lit up because right, I have a little bit of a short fuse. I lit up on her. Excuse me. What did you say? I was like, nothing. I just walked off. So what am I? I'm not going to get on the flight now. If it kicks me <laughs> off. Yep. Because exactly. she's got a bad attitude, but she's going to let the emotional support dog on there. Come on, dude. Get out of here with that. Make. Yeah. Go the extra mile. Like it doesn't take much to make, to right a wrong. Oh, you there's know? a million things she could have done. Exactly. And she, when she actually, you never see the gate agent back on the plane when you're in there. She <laughs> just comes trotting down. She could have said, you know what? Sir, you know what? Let me let me get that bag for you. I didn't realize we were going to have this much open space for 500 seats on this plane. They're all open because they, they the lady next to me happened to her too. So it wasn't sure. that, that kind of made me feel better. I thought I was getting picked picked on a little bit. <laughs> she had the same problem. Let, let's take the most physically fit guy on the entire flight, who's damn well capable of putting that bag yeah. the bag up there. I and, can, uh, yeah. I go, <laughs> tr- I go. Trust me, it fit. I just flew out here with it, and I've flown on 50 flights with this damn bag. Anyways, and my clothes are big. I can't fit in it a little. It is a little bit bigger and didn't fit it's in it. It's a carry-on. Th- it's still a carry-on. It's still a carry-on. So, anyways, <laughs> American Airlines, if you're listening, give me a call. I have a chat with you. <laughs> <laughs> if you dare. Yeah, no. no. It's just part, you know, it's unfortunate. But but it goes to customer experience. It goes. Now, I've got all these miles with them. I'm in their rewards program. Do I just bounce over to Delta now? 
I might. But, I might. but this, the right of the consumer, it's the same option, same things that our, our clients are going through when they're looking for a gym. What sets you, what sets that your gym apart from the gym that's next door? Yep. It's not just where, what facility is going to make my ass fall off? It's where, where am I going to enjoy the process? What am I going to feel like as that happens? Yep. And part, and part of our uh, coaching program is the client experience so yeah. in, in module two. I remember this. I say, go drive to your location, sit in the parking lot, look at what the consumer looks at. Walk in your gym. What do you see? What do you smell? What do you hear? Is there somebody greeting you? Is there nobody there? Like act as the consumer and you'll start to open your eyeballs up to seeing what they're seeing. And you're going to start seeing some stuff you can fix immediately. There's a reason big corporations secret shop their retail locations and stuff, right? It's because we're close to the problem. We're too close to the problem. We think that things are in alignment and that everybody's doing their job and that this is the greatest one hour of their yep. day. But yep. if you if you don't have if you can't see it from the other side, how like secret shop, do we really secret know? call, secret sure. call, have somebody call that's not you or Zach calls the front desk all the time. Good from different, <laughs> different phone numbers, and he he has little accents he uses and stuff. And he you know and he corrects them. You know he gets something, he corrects his own. You know and gets some gets some going. But that's that's what you have to do to kind of see because when you're too close to the problem, a lot of times you don't see it like like your consumer sees it. And all of a sudden, people start leaving, and you don't know why. And it's probably it has a lot to do with the experience that they're experiencing there at your facility. So, something to think about. That's your action item. There you go. Okay, guys, keep your clients happy. Give them some love. Keep them in your gym and not the competition's gym. Do the right thing and give them the pickle. Until next time, keep changing lives. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Built to Grow podcast where we help gym owners win. Now, do you have any questions that you'd like us to answer raw and uncut on the podcast? All you got to do is three simple things. Number one, head over to Apple Podcast and leave us a rating and review. Number two, in that review, go ahead and leave us a question on anything you want us to answer. And number three, if you'd like us to give you a shout out, just go ahead and leave your handle right there in the review and we'll make sure to do that on the next episode. That's all. All you got to do then is then listen to hear your questions answered live, raw, and uncut. Join us next time on the Built to Grow podcast. Keep building something great. Bye.